Welcome to The Wellness Phenoms, a podcast about the joys and struggles of life. The show will hit on topics such as mental health, fitness, finances, and spirituality. We are your hosts, Logan and Josh, two friends sharing our experiences with the world in an effort to help others. We are by no means experts, just highly passionate about these topics and eager to challenge ourselves and those around us. Hey, Phenoms, welcome back. Today is episode 31, Fueling Your Body. To learn more about us in the show, check us out at www.wellnessphenoms.com. And while you're there, check out our patron program where you can make a pledge to support the show financially. You can also follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at Wellness Phenoms. So today we're going to talk about fueling your body. Um, we just want to be clear, we're not doctors or nutritionists, um, and please consult with a professional, if you have questions about your health or eating habits. So uh, fueling your body with the right stuff is is probably the number one way to uh, stay healthy and in shape. And I think this oftentimes, like, you know, when we start talking about health and staying in shape, most people think of fitness. And I, I do think that that's a, a large part of it. Um, we definitely need to kind of I think in our day-to-day lives, remain active and and make sure that we're doing healthy activities and stuff like that. But really, a lot of it comes down to our nutrition and what we're putting into our body every day. Yeah, it's almost like the you know the foundation for all your health. I think that um, what we're ingesting and then giving our body as fuel really affect and can have a, a major effect on our ability to even do those workouts or exercise. Um, and can really be kind of a turning point, I think, to making those those additional steps in fitness uh, more beneficial if you can, you know, give yourself a good base and good energy to get started. Yeah. I, I always equate it down to, like, uh, drinking soda, for example. I can tell, like, if I go for a run and I'm running pretty consistently without soda, I feel great. Mm-hmm. If I start drinking a lot of soda, though, all of a sudden when I'm running, it, it doesn't feel so great. And it affects me how from speed to even just my breathing, um, it almost makes it hard to catch my breath sometimes. Yeah. And I think like, even, you know, if I look back, like the times that I, my diet isn't what it should be and I'm kind of off track, I can definitely feel that a lot too. In my day to day, I'm more sluggish, more, my digestive system isn't as on point and yeah. Um, it really does affect, I think, a multitude of things throughout your day. Yeah. You don't have it on a good um, structure. Yeah, it definitely does. I agree. Um, I think oftentimes eating unhealthy, um, for a lot of people, it's just the easier and quicker option. I mean, it's it's so easy, you know, with the busy lives that most of us have to fall into that kind of like fast food trap or, you know, picking up, you know, unhealthy frozen meals at the grocery store, things like that. And I think that makes it, you know, really difficult when you're, you're trying to be healthy because I think a lot of people view that as a more time consuming thing to do. And it it can be at times starting especially, but we'll talk about some of that too and things to kind of combat that. Yeah. I think, uh, um, it's definitely, especially, you know, when I look at my day-to-day stuff, if I don't, you know, have stuff set up or planned, it, it really causes me to kind of leave that door open, I think, for, um, that quick, easier option. And, uh, you know, 
really in our society and day to day, there's plenty of options to, to find a quick, not necessarily best option, but a quick option to uh, get some food in there and keep going on your way. Yeah. Well, and I think too, like when we start talking about, obviously fast food is, is wildly unhealthy for us, but even if we find, you know, what we might perceive as a, a healthier, but still quick food option, we don't really know what that food consists of. We don't know where that food's coming from necessarily and, and really what, from a health aspect, how healthy it is or not. Mm -hmm. Um, And so the biggest way to do that is to be making our own stuff and, and going and getting our own groceries and making our own meals. But I think that time ends up being the hugest factor with that because people, you know, may not feel that they have time to make a meal um, at night or to prep for their day, things like that. And so I think time is, is a huge piece of it when people start to consider, do I just run down to the local McDonald's or, you know, Taco Bell or whatever, or do I actually make a meal for myself? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that, you know, time, there's so many other things that kind of get in the way of, uh, really, you know, planning ahead and prepping those things. I think that, you know, like, like we talked about a second ago is we have so many things going on, whether it be work duties or, you know, when we get home, uh, if you have children or or other activities that, you know, consume your time, um, without that forward thought, it's hard to, to prep. And then when we kind of leave it open to chance, um, you just run the risk of maybe being in a situation where you're starving and have to grab something because, you know, if you don't eat something, you're not going to get through the rest of the day. Yeah. Well, and I think when we start talking about, you know, fast food, eating out, meals, all that stuff, it, it really does come down to time and convenience. You know, it's not only is it maybe quicker to run and make an unhealthy option for our meals, but mm-hmm. um, it's at convenience too. You know, you're, you're running home and on your way home, you could stop and pick something up versus you know, get home and then have to have all of the process take place to actually make a meal, Yeah, you know? And so, um, that's, I think one of the, the biggest things is just time and convenience. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, I think it is, I think it also is, um, kind of being able to mold your, your time to ensure you can build in some of those things to help you avoid um, kind of getting in that corner of the convenience of I need to to grab something instead of, um, you know, go home and make something. Because I think we all get in that situation. I know I have two children that are in sports, and if we don't plan what we're going to do for dinner, there's no way. I mean, we're, we would eat out every night because of convenience. I think that you know, when you're getting home at seven, eight o'clock after running around and working and all the other things in the day, there's definitely a big part of me, <clears throat> you know, that can easily go, well, it's just, I'm going to grab something because yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to spend an hour eat, getting food ready and then eating at nine o'clock at night. It's just not feasible. You know what I mean? Um, so I think that, you know, it does, when we look at, you know, fueling your body and, and kind of finding that, uh, Planning and discipline, I think, go a long way into getting to to a place where you can, you know, hopefully avoid some of it. Obviously, there'll definitely be t- there's definitely times. I mean, 
that there's no better choice than to grab food, I think, on the way home and, you know, make it work. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, it definitely happens. And I think that, you know, we're all going to have those moments. But um, I think first kind of acknowledging the simple fact of, you know, everything can kind of, you know, put it on the forefront of our mind first and kind of allow us to see some of these pitfalls, if you will, of things that, that we start to kind of make poor decisions with because of that time or convenience. And I think another piece too, is a lot of times people will look at, you know, making their own meals, stuff like that. And they start to look at cost mm-hmm. and, and there's this perception that eating healthier is going to be wildly more expensive. And though it could be depending on how you go about it, um, it's not always, um, I've actually personally found quite a few ways to kind of cut costs while eating healthier and, you know, whether it's buying certain things in bulk that I'm able to like dry dry goods, things like that, that aren't going to go bad so quick or, you know, really just kind of finding the brands that I like to purchase and, and what food items I like, and then waiting for sales to happen or things like that. Um, but a lot of them, I feel like a lot of these companies that do offer some healthier food options in the grocery stores have done a pretty good job of staying fairly competitively priced. Not all of them, but but I, I, I feel like most of them have been. And I think once you actually start to crunch the numbers, it's not near as bad as, because I used to be in that same boat where I would perceive healthy eating as being far more expensive. And then I come to find out that it's actually not, mm-hmm. not bad I think at all. Also is a, that, that it's time consuming um, to really, you know, once you get the food to really prepare it and, and, you know, kind of plan it. I think that it does take time, but, I think, um, you know, maybe looking at schedules and seeing what you're using your time for, there can be adjustments probably to kind of make it work in your schedule. And they also have a lot of, uh, you know, I, I use Google searches a lot and find, you know, quick 30 minute meals or quick healthy options. Or if I'm, you know, if I want to make chicken and I don't know what I want to make, you know, just search for a different recipe. Yeah, for sure. And I think that, you know, when we start talking about healthy alternatives, one of the biggest things you can kind of do is, is make sure that you're like taking your lunches to work, um, and try and avoid eating out because of eating out in and of itself is, is highly expensive. I mean, whether, you know, when we start talking grocery store and whether it's, you know, the healthiest food that we can buy, or maybe something that's not as healthy, but we're still making, all of it typically is going to be healthier than going out and eating fast food. And honestly, some of the fast food places these days are not even that cheap anymore. Um, I, I've run across a couple that, you know, when I've had cheat days or something and I run through the drive through quick, I'm like, Holy cow, this got expensive. Like it is not what I remember it being. I don't know if it's because of COVID or, or what, or, you know, we live in the Denver metropolitan area and things are, fairly costly here anyway, but I, I don't know. It's, it's gotten far more expensive. And, and one of the biggest things to combat that is just forego eating out altogether, try and prep meals, obviously try and do it as healthy as you can. Um, but I think that you'll find no matter what, 
no matter how healthy you're trying to be, if you go all organic, natural, whatever, I think you'll still find that that it's going to be a lot more cost effective than eating out every day and certainly more healthy. Yeah. I think, um, you know, you mentioned meal prepping. I think that, you know, when I look back at my past and when I've, you know, really changed my diet and, and got more fitness savvy and focused on fitness, I think that meal prepping helped me a ton because it kind of takes that unknown out of it. Um, you know, when you leave the house without food and, um, not without a lunch, it, it can, it leaves it, like I said before, it leaves it open to make those decisions easier. Um, uh, but I think meal prepping is not, what I would do is I would take on Sundays, I would take like Sunday afternoon and I would prep my lunches for the week. That way it's in a Tupperware, it's in the fridge. I don't have to think about it. I literally wake up, get my breakfast. And I would, I even actually went as far to prepping breakfasts too, when I was working super early. Um, but then it's easy and you don't have to question it and you can, you know, it just takes that. I think it, what it did for me is it really took the option of cheating out more because I'd already spent the money. I'd already made the food. It literally was in the fridge in a Tupperware for me to grab. Um, and it just, you know, it allowed me to really, I think, solidify my diet and, and get used to eating healthier um, almost by just creating, like cornering myself into it. Yeah. Well, I mean that you're, you're right though. Cause I mean, you've already, you're putting all the work in at one point in time mm-hmm. before your work week even starts and, you know, meal prepping has become very popular. Um, especially with people trying to be, you know, fitness savvy or health savvy, um, and, and hold a focus on that stuff. And, um, I think it's a great way, you know, some people, um, may still not even be able to uh, find time for that. And I, I know I've personally been there before and, um, I was able to identify some like local companies that actually do healthy meal prep essentially for you. And it, it's going to cost probably a little bit more than if you were doing it yourself. Um, but I found that to be a great alternative and it was still much cheaper than eating out. Um, even your lesser expensive, uh, food options as well. Like, you know, your drive through places and stuff. It, it was cheaper than that and, um, just leaps and bounds healthier. But I found that that was a great option for me. Um, Mm -hmm. when my schedule was just overly packed and I couldn't find time to really meal prep. Um, I'd just run in and pick up my meals before the start of my work week and there I'd go. And, Um, I know there's even companies that will ship that stuff out to you. Um, I think that's a little bit more expensive. Um, but if you're really on a time crunch, that might be an option too. You can just find a company that you like that does the meal prep for you and then they ship it right to your door. Yeah. And I think, you know, those are a great, um, tool too for dinners or, or whatever it might be. I think, you know, when I look back at times when, when we as a family have maybe, kind of increased our eating out or increased not following our diet as much. I think that um, part of that is time, but I think also it comes with boredom, right? You get used to making the same meals and um, eating the same things. And uh, some of those mail or, uh, you know, pre-purchased um, dinners or, or lunches can create variety in your in your uh, eating and give you new recipe ideas. Um, also using 
online resources and stuff to find different recipes. If you know you're going to eat chicken, look up chicken recipes and find something new to kind of just keep it exciting and and not get to that mundane state where you're like, I just need to go eat out because I need something different. Yeah. And that's actually uh, one of the reasons I liked some of those meal prep companies that would send you a ready-to-eat meal was because you don't have to order all of the same meal typically. Yeah. Like they'll allow you to pick and choose different meals. And and it was that variety aspect that was really nice because I have done meal prepping in the past and, you know, it's just for a week, right? So you could change your meal prep every single week if you wanted to. But even then through the week, it can kind of, you know, you start getting toward the end of the week and it's just kind of like meh. Right. You know, I'm kind of bored of this. Some people can sustain though a lot longer with that stuff and not get burnt out, you know, so a weekly meal prep deal works great for them. Um, I just need a little bit more variety personally. So I like that. I'm with you on that. There's one thing I did notice for me that when I, when I was meal prepping is that by the middle of the week, I was like, I could eat something else. (laughs) Yeah. I think another thing too, that, that can really help people stay kind of healthier and on track is, um, eating smaller portions, but more frequently throughout the day. Um, I think a lot of this just really kind of comes down to kind of planning out some snacks and stuff. Like I know, like even when I was doing, whether it be meal prep or if I was getting the ready to eat healthy meals, stuff like that. Um, I would always take like other smaller snacky things like, you know, it might just be a tiny little Ziploc of baby carrots or uh, snap peas or whatever, you know, there's lots of stuff, you know, pita and hummus, Um, just little things that you can kind of fill the gaps and just kind of, I call it grazing throughout the Mm -hmm. day and just having these smaller meals. Um, And it kind of keeps your metabolism going throughout the day too. And, um, there's I, there's a ton of research out there too that shows that it can be a much healthier option to not just have these huge meals split up three times throughout the day. And I think that one of you know the benefit of the smaller portions really is that you don't allow yourself to get to a point to where you're so hungry, you're not really that worried about what you're eating. You're more worried about just eating because you can't think. You have a headache. You know what I mean? When you get to that super like starving point where you just need something in you, you're not making the best decision probably. Um, you're just trying to solve the solution, take care of the problem. So I think uh, the smaller portions of eating throughout the day can help curve some of that and keep you away from really getting to a point where you're just famished. And, um, you know, another thing that's helped me on the eating smaller portions is I will, especially when I was trying to cut back cause from eating a lot, is I would take – even use a smaller plate at dinner or breakfast or whatnot. That way I, I didn't have the opportunity to put as much on my plate um, just to kind of help me adjust in my, my body as I was trying to get into get used to eating less. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. I think another thing too that I, I know this is something I really try and focus on, but it's just trying to like overall avoid um, processed foods, um, which is – going to be a lot healthier right off the bat. Um, and I know sometimes this day and age, it's hard to find stuff that's not, um, though I think health foods are kind of back on the rise again, and we're starting to see a lot more options exist out there. Um, 
but that's one of the big things that I try and make sure I'm staying away from is, is all the processed foods and putting all that stuff in my body that really shouldn't be there. Yeah. I think another good tool is, uh, that we use at our house is crock pots. Um, you know, it can help with that time portion of it, uh, depending on, you know, what you got going, you can always put it in there when you leave for work or you can put it on there and even have them with, um, you know, wireless controls so you can control it while you're at work. Um, but that can save a lot of time in the evenings, especially getting that main course done. And then you just have some sides or something you have to get done and makes it easier. Yeah. I think that's an awesome idea. I know we have a crock pot and we barely ever use it, but we probably should, you know, I think it, especially for dinners and stuff, it would make it a lot easier and save a bunch of time to just kind of throw everything in, in the morning and then let it cook all day and mm-hmm. come home and you're got a nice meal ready for you, you know? Yeah. Um, and I like the, the fact too, that some of them are wireless now where, you know, that digital age where we can do everything from our phone, but you know, for some of this stuff, it can, it can really help out too. Like if you don't want it to be cooking all day or you need to change heat settings, things like that, you can just log on from your phone and actually alter all that. It's, It's so crazy. Yeah, it is. It's amazing what you can do. Yeah. And I think, you know, Personally, one of the biggest things, and I know we kind of hit on this earlier, but I think it deserves to be talked about more is, is scheduling. I think planning ahead and setting up schedules for yourself is probably one of the biggest things you can do when you start talking about creating a healthier routine, healthier diet, um, because it's, it's really easy to kind of fall off um, doing those things if we're not kind of well planned out and got something set in stone for what we want to do. Yeah. I think it's just, you know, by setting up that plan, the schedule and plan, you really kind of create that forward thinking and, um, it's almost like prepping your mind, you know, it's like when you, um, it's like when you're going to go to the gym, right? you you kind of plan out what you're going to do and that way you already know, and you're not second guessing yourself when you're there. Same thing with meals, um, being able to plan and, and get an idea at least can, I think, protect against some of those uh, last minute decisions and binds that we end up getting in by not having a plan. Yeah. Well, I think when we don't have a plan too, it, it makes it so much easier to fall back to kind of our old ways or those unhealthier, you know, eating habits. And I know like me and my partner do it all the time where we'll be at home and well, what do you want for dinner? I don't know. What do you want? Yeah. You know, do you have any ideas? Nope. I don't, I don't have any ideas. <laughs> And, and then we'll start kind of mulling it over. And then before you know it, we'll pull a, well, let's order Uber Eats tonight. You know, so, and and when we plan everything out, though, things go so much better. And yeah. it's so much easier to just kind of move through the healthier motions and not fall into those old ways or the laziness, you know, because <laughs> sometimes it's just us thinking and, you know, overthinking that causes us to end up making those poor decisions. Mm-hmm. I think so. I agree with you. I think, uh, you know, and, and for me, it seems like when I don't plan something out, I always end up extremely hungry in the middle of, you know, as I'm running around and there's nothing good around. It seems like there's always a gas station or there's, you know, a fast food place I don't really want, um, but end up grabbing if I don't have that plan. So I think, um, you know, it, it just helps me kind of avoid those pitfalls. Yeah. And another huge thing that I try and do is have a constant ongoing running grocery list um, that I'm always, 
the biggest thing is staying on top of it, honestly. But, but if you do stay on top of it and you have that grocery list and digitally in your pocket on your phone, it makes things so much better because I can't tell you the number of times I've say wound up at the grocery store and I'm trying to get all my stuff. And then I start thinking, well, shoot, what did I have at home or what didn't I have? Mm-hmm. What were my expiration dates? What, you know, do I have enough to sustain me through the next week or not? You know? And I think that that starts to make you second guess, well, should I buy this? Should I not? And then before you know it, you're running into all these roadblocks that, that can cause you to end up just making again, some unhealthy decisions. Yeah. And I think too, with that grocery list is, is kind of, is being aware of what you have in your fridge. Also, I think that, you know, one of the pitfalls we fall into in my house is, you know, we'll eat down to the bottom of the fridge and then, you know, you're, you're, you're trying to plan meals at the end of the day or or figure out dinner. And you're like, uh, there's nothing in here that I really want to eat. And then you kind of force yourself to order something or you have to run to the grocery store later at night. So I think, um, you know, kind of making sure you just don't, don't get down past the bare minimum so you can at least have the option to eat at home and not have to, you know, go out. Cause you can, you know, going out's going to, like we talked about earlier, is going to be a lot more expensive than getting a few groceries and making something. Yeah. Much more expensive and far less healthy. And, you know, it, I think that, you know, when people view healthy eating and stuff, it's, it's all of this, again, like we talked about the time, the convenience, the cost, whatever, but you know, there's all these simple things like just making sure you have this constant ongoing list and keeping it up to date as you notice things, you know, like if I go into the fridge and, you know, say I want to go grab some baby carrots and I realize, okay, I'm about out. Then I add it to my list right then and there, you know, if you make it easier on yourself, then, then it's not this huge debacle later on where you feel like you have to go through and do a full inventory of your entire kitchen and pantry and, you know, refrigerator and stuff. But then if you do wind up at the grocery store, you know, right then and there, what you need, what you don't need, mm-hmm. things like that. And, and it can take a lot of the burden off of trying to eat healthier. And I mean, whether you're eating healthy or not, I think it's still a smart thing to do. You know what I mean? It just kind of helps you set yourself up for success ahead of time. So, um, I think that, a huge part of that though, too, with, with the lists is that, um, I, I mean, I've personally found this is, is overbuying can be a huge issue. And I think that, um, it's something that can quickly kind of navigate people away from the healthier eating aspect is that like, let's say you go out and you buy all of your produce, right. And mm-hmm maybe you buy way too much and you get to the end of your week and stuff is starting to kind of go bad and you're throwing out food and it's just, you know, being wasted. It's not, it's not being used. And I know for me, I hate that thought and feeling of throwing out a bunch of stuff that I just paid money for, you know? And, and I think it comes down to that is that we did pay money for it and it's money wasted yeah, I think, uh, you know, I can definitely say when I go to the store unprepared, I definitely, I think I end up getting a lot more than what I needed. Um, and I think another thing that can lead to overbuying is really going hungry or um, 
especially when I'm hungry, I think I notice I pick up extra stuff that sounds good that might not be the best for me. Um, but really, you know, just kind of keeping um, good boundaries when you're there. I think, you know, I was talking to Logan before we, as we were working on this episode and I can remember back when COVID started and, and, you know, shops were running low on stuff and I would, I was kind of stocking up like everyone else. And I think, um, you know, I, as things got back to normal a little bit and I, I had to kind of readjust and, and make sure in the front of my mind, I was not overbuying and, um, kind of stocking up. So I think that, uh, the list is a great way to do that. And, um, just kind of keep you on your toes on what you need and what you don't need. Yeah. Well, and, and you mentioned a good point too, is having those, those solid boundaries when you go into the grocery store, you know, and like there's certain aisles that I don't even go down period. <laughs> Cause I'm like, this is a no good aisle for me. I know that there's a million things down there that sound great to me, but I know are not great for me mm-hmm. and there's nothing healthy down there. So I don't even, I just avoid it yeah. like the plague, you know? <laughs> so um, other things I try and avoid, um, and I think this is worth bringing up is, um, I think a lot of people, when they start looking at eating healthier, they often will get kind of pulled into the, the realm of the fad diets that you see out there. Um, and I'm not, again, we're not nutritionists or doctors or anything like that, but there are a lot of, uh, these fad diets that kind of pop up and they're not really sustainable overall. And I think it's, it's really important to make sure that when you're looking at healthy eating, you're not jumping on a bandwagon somewhere for something that's not actually healthy for you. Um, I think that's, that's a big part of this where we kind of have to watch out for our own selves. And um, yeah, I think, you know, especially along the lines with fat and diets and stuff, I think that, you know, nutrition and, and fueling your body and really taking care of yourself is something that is not quick fix and it should be kind of looked at as a long-term plan. Um, and, uh, you know, the goal is to really try and create a balanced diet and a lifestyle that, uh, is healthy really all around, um, and can allow you to, uh, you know, really enjoy food and enjoy nutrition and, um, you know, not be in a place where you think you're depriving yourself of something as well. Yeah. Um, I think that, you know, as we discussed previously, obviously discuss your diet with your doctor and nutritionist, uh, if you're having any trouble, um, but, you know, really look to find that balance and, and enjoyment, I think in eating and, and in your nutrition that'll allow you to fill your body, but also enjoy the food you do eat. Yeah, most definitely. Well, I think it's time for the afterthought where we leave you with quotes, challenges, and other thoughtful moments. And today, uh, we just simply want to challenge everybody to do kind of a complete overview of your health and eating habits and really just try and identify a few areas where you feel that um, some more like positive change could be introduced um, and help better balance your diet and um, be healthier overall. Um, And once you've identified a few areas to improve, um, just kind of sit down and create a plan to help yourself be successful with the new goals that you're setting for yourself. Don't forget to check out our website at www.wellnessphenoms.com and follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at Wellness Phenoms. Go subscribe to make sure you don't miss new episodes. You can also 
drop a review on the Apple Podcast app. Alrighty, Phenoms, until next time, enjoy the journey, stay well.